Uh, hello everybody and welcome to um, this uh, special episode of Boys Next Door. I um, wanted to just get on here and kind of like vent a little bit, kind of like just like release a little bit of frustration. Um, so I'm not going to make this long. I want to just like kind of get it out. Maybe somebody else is feeling the same way I'm feeling and hopefully this will resonate. Um, and also, um, just before I get into that, I do want to recognize that, you know, I have been irregular with the episodes, but, um, don't worry, that's going to change soon, but we'll save that for another day. Um, if you're new here, I'm Blackberry and this is Boys Next Door. I am here to talk about how unsafe I feel as a black person living in the United States of America. So at the time you're listening to this yesterday, um, the grand jury in Louisville, Kentucky decided that they were not going to um, charge any of the officers involved with Breonna Taylor's murder, they decided that they weren't going to charge them directly with her murder. Um, one officer of the three was charged with wanton um, endangerment or something like that, which basically has nothing to do with Breonna Taylor, but it has to do with the fact that he shot into other um, apartments recklessly and the only apartment that from from what I understand that's covered in that is Brianna's white neighbor's apartment Brianna's black neighbor's apartment who was which was also shot into was not a part of this charge and of course <clears throat> Brianna's um, murder is completely skipped over and they essentially got away with murder it's very frustrating to me for so many reasons. And guys, I promise I I don't I don't I don't I don't have like anything I don't I don't believe I have anything eloquent to say today. I don't have anything planned to say. So this is like kind of like a stream of consciousness, right? Or stream of conscious? I don't know. Whatever whatever the term is. It's frustrating for quite a few reasons. For one, in my in my lifetime, um, modern history, I guess you could say, the earliest event that I remember feeling like this was when George Zimmerman <clears throat> got off for killing Trayvon Martin. I'm only 25. I was about 18 when that case happened. Um, and I remember at that time, and of course, obviously there are, there have been, you know, instances of black people being brutalized and their perpetrators being essentially spanked on the hand, if that, right? But in modern, in my modern history, my scope of, you know, being aware of social issues in this country was Trayvon Martin. 
that was like a gut punch to me because I just knew like they were going to charge this man. He was going to go to prison for what he did to this boy. <clears throat> Over the years, we, we've seen it time and time again <clears throat> where we have these black people that are being shot and killed by the police and the police not being reprimanded for their actions. We've seen it so much so that we um, have become, not, well, I'll speak for myself, I have become numb to it. When the case was handed down for Breonna Taylor, when the, when the verdict came down, I immediately tweeted like, well, first of all, let me say, I expected nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because we've seen it so many times and nothing has come from it. I immediately tweeted like, I am not surprised. I'm like numb. Like this pisses me off, but I'm numb. I don't, I don't really feel anything about this, right? It's upsetting, but I don't feel anything. I don't feel that gut punch that I felt with Trayvon Martin or that gut punch that I felt with Sandra Bland or, you know what I'm saying? It, the countless other names of, of black people who have just been, um, who were killed in vain. That was until this morning. I woke up, you know, did my usual, um, got my podcast ready and stuff like that for me to listen to while I work. Um, and of course, the podcast, we're talking about it. Um, <clears throat> I listened to The Breakfast Club on the podcast. Um, and there was a man that called in. Uh, for their segment, Get It Off Your Chest. And he was like upset about it. It wasn't until that moment that it, I got hit in the gut again. You know what I'm saying? Hearing another black person like express their anguish and their pain and their frustration <clears throat> it it I don't know it triggered something in me. I was not expecting it. I'm, I'm just like minding my business, and I could after that I could barely keep it together because it, it started to hit me like wow we really do not mean anything to the powers that be in this country. Black people are literally in their eyes scum. We cannot even get the police to do their jobs correctly and when they do their jobs incorrectly we can't get them to be reprimanded it's very frustrating because it's like how many times do y'all expect for us to just keep taking this how much longer are we supposed to go on and just say Oh, you know, that's just the system and that's just how it works. And this is just what we have to deal with. Like how much longer do, how much longer does the system expect for black people to continue to take these beatings? 
do I don't know if I'm making any sense, but like at this point, I feel like we are reaching like we've already reached a boiling point, but I feel like something um something catastrophic is going to have to happen for this to stop. And I'm not encouraging like violence or um I'm not encouraging anybody to go out and 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 shoot police officers which happened in Louisville, right? I'm not encouraging any of that. What I'm saying is what else are we supposed to do? We've been trying to be peaceful since Martin Luther King was walking the earth. We've been trying to be peaceful since Trayvon Martin was killed. They ask us to peacefully protest. However, whenever we peacefully protest, they tell us, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're making a fuss out of nothing. And then we look crazy. And then we get people who hijack the movement, who are not black and who are not a part of the Black Lives Matter movement, who incite these riots and looting. And then Black Lives Matter and black people get blamed for it. And whether or not black people are also participating in this, what else are we supposed to do? That is my question to, I guess, the universe. Like, what are we supposed to do? Because at this point, black people as a whole are fucking tired. We are fed the fuck up. There's nothing left. We've tried to be peaceful. And time and time again, y'all have proven to us that when we try to be peaceful and we try to make noise, the the quote-unquote appropriate way we still don't get what we want so now what is it that you expect for us to do because what's coming up next is i don't think you guys are prepared for it i don't think y'all are prepared for white for for black people to revolt against the system and against white supremacy and against the police the same way that we have been brutalized y'all are not ready for that I saw a tweet on Twitter that said it took the Civil War. America would rather go to war than end slavery. America would rather have another Civil War than to just punish the police for doing fucked up shit to black people. They are going to push us to the point where, and I say us collectively, they're going to push us to a point where we are not going to have any other choice but to start fighting back. We've tried everything. We've tried the marches. We've tried the protests. We've tried lobbying. We've tried getting laws enacted. We've tried everything under the sun that we that y'all say under the Constitution that we are allowed to do, even though y'all try to undermine that every single time. Right? what's left this country goes to war for oil this country goes to war because it wants to stick its nose in everybody else's business this country goes to war for everything the next war is going to be a race war there is nothing left y'all have taken everything over and over and over and y'all have taken our peacefulness and our kindness for granted I, as a black man, do not 
feel safe walking out of my door. I do not feel safe walking out of my door. I don't feel safe around white people. That's a strong statement. I had to I had to I had to bring myself to saying that because it's the truth. I feel unsafe around white people because I don't know if there's a racist white person around me that's going to say, oh, he looks suspicious. Let's call the police. The police come and they shoot and kill me. I don't feel safe when I see police cars on the road. I can be driving on one side of the road. The police car can be coming the going in the opposite direction. I feel nervous when I see police. I'll tell y'all a quick story about how even just the, the, the smallest things trigger my anxiety about moving and shaking in, in, in this world around white people. I was <clears throat> at a restaurant and I, I wear my black, I have my, I wear my mask and it has Black Lives Matter on it. So this white lady um, was in there also and she for whatever reason decided to strike up a conversation with me she looked at me and said hey can I tell you something and I was like okay she said I agree she pointed at my mask and said I agree and she gave me like a fist bump so I mean immediately I'm thinking like okay girl you just touched me but fine whatever I'll just use the hand sanitizer she goes on to like continue the conversation she says she says can I tell you a story she goes on to tell me about how like one of her sisters is like half Filipino and another one of her sisters or brother or something is like mixed with something and she's like I agree with what's on your mask she never she didn't she did not say black lives matter she wouldn't say it I caught that I peeped it early she said I, I agree what's with what's on your mask I believe that, and this is these are her words, I believe that all lives matter, right? But I agree with what's on your mask. And I'm just looking at her like, like I, I wasn't immediately offended. I was just like, okay, girl, like you talking to me? I didn't, I mean, I'm already, I'm not a social person, you guys. Like, so maybe, and I say that to say, maybe I gave her a look on accident. Like my face probably was like, you know, as soon as she said all lives matter, like I kind of was like, okay, now I'm, I'm kind of done with this conversation. So she stops and she said, did I offend you? And I was like, uh, no. She was like, did I say something wrong? I was like, no, I'm listening to you. Just go ahead. Say what you got to say. She was like, cause I said all lives matter. And you kind of, I was like, lady, calm down. I didn't tell her to calm down, but in my head, I'm like, calm down, sweetie. I don't even know where you're going with this. She was like, cause you got kind of defensive. And I, I immediately like, that's when I got pissed off. I was like, I'm literally standing here, not saying a word to you. I didn't say not a thing. And your immediate assumption was that I was defensive and that I was irritated by what you, what you, had said to me I'm talking about I said nothing to this lady all I said to her was yeah go ahead go just keep talking whatever I said to her I, I didn't say much so for her to just assume that I was like offended or I was defensive or agitated um 
And she did use the word agitated. She said, you, you seem like you were agitated. I mean, I was because you were talking to me, but not necessarily because of the story that you were giving to me that I did not fucking ask for. My whole purpose of telling that story is if she can look at me, somebody standing in a restaurant, not saying a word and say, you look agitated. Imagine what the police think when they see a black person minding their fucking business. Oh, he looks suspicious. Imagine if we just had a story where this guy moved into his coach's house and the neighbors called the police on him and said he was acting suspicious because he was sitting on the porch. He moved into the house. Do you understand why I say I don't feel safe around white people? If you can come to the conclusion that I'm agitated and I'm defensive, how 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 much how 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 much time do I have before you call the police on me? How much time do I have before you say, "Oh, this guy's getting crazy. I have to call the police. I don't feel safe anymore." It's me who should feel unsafe around you. Your people have the reputation for brutalizing my people. Black people don't just go out attacking white people for being white. We don't do that. Never since the beginning of time has that been documented that black people are just these savages who attack white people for no reason. Y'all have that reputation. Y'all are the ones that should be like more apologetic, apologetic because we feel unsafe around you. How is it that you can look at somebody and say you are agitated. How can you tell me that? This is what I mean when I say I do not feel safe as a black man in America. And I can I feel unsafe in a variety of different situations. One being black, two being gay. Um there I mean uh, and let's not even get started on how black women must feel at the bottom of everybody's totem pole. For literally everything. Black women make less money than everybody. Black women get treated poorly in this country. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah, we have the same shared experience because we're black. And we have this collective grief that was bestowed upon us. We didn't ask for this. I can only imagine how it must feel to walk out the door and be a black woman coming after black men, coming after white women, coming after white men. And to be killed in your home while you are sleeping and the people who are responsible are not being held responsible. I can only imagine. I'm not going to keep you guys too much longer. I was just like upset and frustrated. Um, fighting back tears earlier. <clears throat> you know, the whole situation is just terrible. But I think most of you can agree with me when I say we are fucking tired. There is no me personally. There's nothing left in me. There's no more faith in the system. There's no more hope for change. There's no more, there's, there's nothing that 
has ever been proven to me to say something's going to work out. Because when I look at history and I see that my my ancestors were treated the same way that we are being treated in God's year 2020, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't lend any hope to me. I don't feel hopeful. I don't feel inspired by anything. And then it's another thing for them to say, hey, well, you know what? This is why you gotta go out and vote. And it's like, well, while I agree, yes, we need to go vote. What are we voting for? Are we voting for people who are just going to tell us that they're going to make things happen? Or are we voting for people who are just, who are actually going to do the work and gut these systems out and put new systems in place? We don't need reform. We need shit to be totally wiped clean and, and, and started anew. We don't need anybody who's going to come in and tell us we're going to change it. We're going to we're going to we're going to focus on de-escalation tactics and we're going to ban no-knock warrants and it's like that's not enough because you can still hire a racist police officer who's going to get on the force and do whatever the fuck he wants to do because by law he's allowed to fucking do it. All he has to do is say I was threatened. I felt unsafe. I had to use my weapon. I'm tired. I'm fucking exhausted. Exhausted. So when people go out in the street and they riot and they loot, I don't want to fucking hear this is not the answer. What else could we possibly do? We've tried everything. What else could we possibly do? Besides burn everything to the fucking ground. I'm going to wrap this up. You guys feel free to um, hit me up on social media if you want to talk about this. Um, I just felt like, you know, this was a better space for me to do this as opposed to doing it on, you know, Twitter or Instagram where there's no nuance and there's it's really hard to, like, get all your thoughts out in word format um, on black and white. You know, I don't have any answers. I also don't have any hope, but you know, maybe, maybe one day that'll change, but I don't, I don't see it. Um, you guys go ahead, be blessed. Black people take care of yourselves, do something for yourself that makes you feel good because going out into the world, like you have to be so guarded and I, and I can't, I'm, I, I, I'm going to say this too. I cannot wait to get me a gun. I cannot wait to get me a gun. Because I do not feel safe walking the streets without it, without one. I don't feel safe in my home without a gun. And whether or not that backfires on me or not, no pun intended, it's a risk I'm willing to take. Because you see how Breonna Taylor's boyfriend shot back at the police, who he did not know was the police. He just thought somebody was breaking into his home, right? And he faced more trouble than the police. I'm going to get me a gun. I'm going to protect myself. I do not feel safe in this country at all.
All right, I'm out of here. Be blessed. Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Well, I don't use the Facebook, but you guys know what I mean. Bye.